All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, guys. Welcome to the uh, welcome to the show. This is our first episode of the Ask Will and Josh Show. My name is William Agnew. I got my co-pilot over here, Mr. Joshua Gray. What's going on, guys? What's going on, guys? Uh, I'm a little excited about this, Josh. Me too. It's been a long time in the making, man. It has. Uh, been. It's been it's been a couple of years since we've been off. You know, for a while we were doing uh, we were doing webinars every month. Man, we were putting out some. Content. We were putting out a lot of content yeah. back then. Um, we kind of removed ourselves to kind of get re-engaged and deeper engaged into the business of what we actually do actually um, we like to say we went back to school yeah that's exactly that's exactly <laughs> what we did yeah we, we went back started some new businesses right uh, and learned this industry a little bit deeper than what we had known before and now we're on our journey to re-educate and you know help you guys learn how to fish get back in front of than we did before yeah it, it feels like we're getting back in front of the classroom yeah you know actually what I mean? that is that's yeah. the truth man because yeah. we've been so far removed now you know yes with the blessings of where we've been able to be at and that the business kind of runs without us having to be a part of it day in and day out. Absolutely. You know, for better or for worse. Some yeah. things, you know. Well, some things we can't control, some right? Some things we can't control yet, yeah. uh, but we'll be improving some things as well. For but, sure. For sure. you know, it's a big focus now. It does feel good to be back. It does feel good to be back. And it's, it feels good to be talking to you guys again. Actually, you know, we always say this, like Josh and I have been knowing each other for quite some time. We've actually been in business together almost 10 years yeah. now. And we've been having basically a 10-year conversation up until this point. And, and basically the way I look at it, and I know Josh kind of feels this way too, is like the only difference between what we're doing now that you guys see us doing right here right now is we're having the conversation with you guys. We're bringing right. you guys into the fold, into our day-to-day conversations pretty much. Right. Right. And so uh, what we talk about, I mean, we have some, some, I mean, we have some debates, we have some agreements, we have some uh, yeah, you know, we, we have some frustrations. Right. I mean, we, we get some, it in yeah. and this is every day. Yeah. This is every day. Yeah. yeah. Literally, it's a roller coaster daily. <laughs> it Literally. is. It is. Celebrations to frustrations to, you know, everything in between. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and again, we, we, we said like we, we, we're going back to school, but we feel like I think what Josh and I realized, and if, if most of you guys know our story, I mean, some of you guys may know our story, some of you don't, we'll get into that in a little bit later, but, you know, it's been a journey for us. And in this journey, we literally took some time off to really understand kind of what we said before to get a better understanding of what we did not understand. Right. And we were at this point where we thought we knew more than we really knew. uh, Right. Because we were all, it was all, the thing about this mobility industry is it is huge. It's multifaceted. I mean, it's huge. There's a lot of size to this thing. Um, You know, and and I think we have known a lot, Mm -hmm. but we just knew one side of it. Yeah. Right. We didn't know the other sides that we just embarked on and, and learned over the last several years. Exactly. Right? And we so, see a lot of people that like that too. Right. Actually, the, mo- mo- the, the majority of people we actually meet are specific to one aspect of the yeah, industry. It's a niche inside of a niche. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And, and, and I can say the thing that we can bring to the table now that we do bring to the table that I feel really, really good about um, is we've done this thing from beginning. We started with the repair business back in 2008. Uh, where where I think, in my opinion, I think maybe, what, 80, 90% of people who get into this industry kind of get in through repairs, right. probably. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's you or me? Uh, that might be. Oh, that's you. Oh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and that's really what it is. Most people do come into the business through repairs. So to kind of back up and let you guys know, so this is our first official episode of the Ask Will and Josh show. Yes. Um, the show is really going to be for you. It is. Um, so it is. it's going to be heavily focused on. Mobility repair, cell phone repair, since yes. that's what we do. That's the vehicle we chose. That's our niche in industry. But inside of that, there's a lot of different things that we talk about, right? Things that we've learned through the year that make us who we are and, and help us help you from developing your teams to developing yourself to really understanding entrepreneur, 
all of it, and entrepreneurialism. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, that was a little tongue tied. Yeah, yeah, right yeah, there. It's loud. It's, it's been a long that's, week. Too. That's what happens. There's a lot going on. You got to shake that dust off. Yeah, Josh. yeah, and exactly. And we're rusty. <laughs> we're rusty. But you know, this is what we do day in and day out. So, Absolutely. you know, really, this is all about sharing that journey with you guys mm-hmm. um, and helping you wherever you might be in your journey. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I think we we should do for people who don't know us. So, you guys who do know us, again, we've been off the map a little bit. We're back, right? But for you that don't know us, you guys that don't know us, uh, again, we've been in this business for, for 10 years. And and what we want to do is just kind of give you guys a little bit of an understanding. Why do you need to listen to us? Why, why would you want to listen to us? I mean, even if you don't need to, why would you want to? Why do we feel like we should be talking to you guys? Right. And I think it's important for us to, to put that out there to help the guys understand, like, who are these guys and why should I be listening to these guys? And so, Josh, if you want, I'll just go ahead and give you the mic and let you kind of tell, give your Reader's Digest of, of, of your story, how you yeah, actually got into this. It's a long story. So, you know, if you don't know me, uh, you might not have heard this before. Even if you do, maybe you didn't know all these aspects of it. But I'm going to try to keep it really short. I can get long-winded when I start talking about my past. Hey, it, um, it is what it is. Yeah, and I got, a lot of, <laughs> I got a lot of years behind me now. So the past is longer, right? There's a lot more to talk about. But uh, sure. I've been a serial entrepreneur for, you know, over two decades right. now. Um you know, from everything from uh, a record company to real estate to, I mean, I started literally off when I was a teenager, started, you know, cutting grass yeah. uh, back in Hawaii. For sure. You know, and did that and had helped some of my, my friends at the time help me with the grass business. So I was just talking to my wife about that the other night, you know, kind of how I got started in this journey. And it, it went back as early as then. Mm-hmm. Um, went into the corporate world for a little bit, which actually... You know, it was a blessing. I didn't really know. I, I did the thing that, you know, they always tell you to do is go to school, get a good job and exactly. do all that. But it just never felt right. And I don't know why, but it just never felt like it was the right fit for me. Um, but I did learn a lot actually working for, you know, a, a Fortune 500 company and really seeing what it is to have a powerful corporate culture and, you know, to be a part of a team from, you know, basically at the engineering level all the way up into more of a management level. Mm-hmm. So it taught me a lot about teams and development and, and running efficient companies. So anyways, uh, through all of that, I ended up landing in cell phone repair back in around 2008 or so. Uh, ended up because it was just a hard time in my life back then. Right. You know, I, had, uh, I was doing real estate for many, many years up to that point. And uh, the way I was doing real estate is I was using – I did use OPM, other people's money. But a lot of uh, – back then, I was fortunate enough to be able to use – my money in some deals as well. Right. Um, so I was doing that, especially because I was getting pretty leveraged into a lot of different deals. I was buying uh, single family properties, fixing them up, keeping them as rentals, fixing them up, turning around and selling them just depending on what it was for each deal. Um, got to a place where I just couldn't do it, not just because of what was going on in the market, but also because in my personal life, uh-huh. uh, my wife had decided that she wanted to go a different direction at that time. Um, and man, it was just a, it was a big blow financially, a big blow emotionally, um, you know, combine that with everything that was going on in the market. It was just a really tough time in my life, man. Right. And, uh, was looking for a new path, uh, kind of stumbled into a, a buddy of mine, Oreo, um, shout out, Oreo. shout out to Oreo, shout out Oreo. Right? put Be me on my path, put me on my <laughs> path. So he was a college buddy of mine. This guy owes you some money, Oreo. I don't know about, let's not go that far. I'll let him. Let's not I'll go let that far. Him. You know, we'll, <laughs> hey, to this day, actually, you know, you know, you met Ario. Yeah, you know, to this day, him, we I still do some things him. together. Right. Um, nothing but love for my, for my dude, man. We've known each other for many decades, but um, 
had lost touch there for a while because I had moved to Arizona. He had stayed in Dallas, right? right? And um, after I graduated college, we stayed in touch, but I didn't get to see him that often. Mm-hmm. Well, I decided to come take a trip to clear my mind, so I came back to Dallas for like a month and a half mm-hmm. just to hang out with my family, mm-hmm. you know, and just kind of figure out where I was going. Went and met up with Oreo to talk about a deal he was trying to bring me in on, which was reggaeton music, and he's that's his passion, yes, right, and what he loves, yes, and you know he knew that I had a little capital to work with, and uh-huh. he was trying to put a team together to be able to do something. Was really exciting. Now looking back on it, actually, it was a really exciting path that we could have went down together as well. I just don't speak Spanish, so I don't really know the music that well. Right, didn't understand it. Right? I yeah. knew what you sounded felt, good. You felt it. You I felt yeah, it, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it all kind of started to feel the same, and I didn't yeah. understand the market. For sure. So I didn't feel comfortable with it. Yeah. But the funny thing is, I remember we were sitting around actually one night. Uh, we got some Wingstop, uh-huh. lemon pepper wings, <laughs> right, from Wingstop. <laughs> oh, my God. And we're sitting there eating his lemon pepper wings, yeah. right? And he had brought over uh, one of his artists yeah. that was on his label at the time. And uh-huh. We were just sitting around talking and you know figuring things out. And I just happened to look back in the corner, and there was a, a stack of phones. Yeah. Right? I was like, man, what are you doing with all of these phones? It was odd because it just didn't fit into anything else that he had in his house. It literally was a, a big, like a double stack all the way to the ceilings of phones. I mean, that's hard to miss, bro. Yeah. You can't miss it, it really it stood out. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. So to the point to where I interrupted our conversation, was like, what are you doing with all these phones? And this, like, is back in, this is back in 2008. 2008. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's a long time ago. What phone was hot then? It was like iPhone iPhones and Blackberries, iPhones man. A lot, and Blackberry? of, a lot of Blackberries and stuff. So yeah. um, he got to kind of telling me how he was doing this on the side, right? Yeah. His passion was this music thing. For sure. But he was doing this on the side to raise capital mm-hmm. to be able to do this, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, as he was explaining it to me, I was like, oh, man, there might be something there. Yeah. I couldn't sleep that night. That was your I got moment. home. That was your moment. Yeah. I got yeah. home and I'm like, man, some, there's something to this. Yeah. Right? And I couldn't put my finger on it. So I started doing some research and literally within a week, I was in the business, you man. Did, yeah. I was fully in because yeah. um, it just made sense to me. It fit everything that I was looking for. I could get in with not having to risk a whole lot of capital back yeah, then. I was, I was about to ask you, what, what are the things that made you get eaten with the slip? So you slept on it. Yeah. Obviously, you slept on it. But what is that thing that spoke to you that said, this is exactly why this opportunity is great for me? Straight away. So first thing I went out and I started doing research on suppliers, right? What does it look like? How easy is it to get parts? Yeah. And what do the profit margins really look like? Right. And I was fortunate enough that I had a friend that was in the business. Right. So he was schooling me on to where to go to get parts back then. Right. Right. Where he was buying parts. Right. So I just did the math. Yeah. Right. I'm like, okay, you know, how much are you charging on Craigslist? He's mm-hmm. charging a hundred bucks to fix a phone. Right. Right. And I do the math. Oh, you're getting the part for 25, 30 bucks. Right. Man, this is 20, 30 minutes worth of work. I'm like, this ain't bad. And for me, I wasn't looking at it from a perspective of Josh is going to do the repairs. Right. I'm looking at it from a perspective scalability. of- Scalability. Yeah, what's the scalability? For so sure. part two was, yes, the margins look healthy. Let me look at the competition. Right. Like it was non-existent. Yes. There was really nobody there, which was scary looking back because it could have been that there was no demand for this. Right. Right? But just what I had seen with my own eyes- Right. Made sense, yes, right, and the fact that it was actually there was a marketplace. What well, is this, this, this guy, your, your friend, your friend, right? Yeah, he, had, he was he making had, good money doing and this, he had man. phones to the ceiling, yeah, so you knew he it. He was caught, he was behind, like yeah. he couldn't catch up, right? That's how big the demand was. Right. He said literally he was getting 20, 30 calls a day Jeez. off Craigslist, man. Yeah. Yeah. So it just made sense as I was doing research, right? Yeah, off Craigslist. So that was part two of what it was for me, is I wanted. Not only something that looked like it had good margin, but right. it was a growing industry, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The smartphones really just started to come in. Back then, I stood at a Palm Trio, bro. Yeah. I'll tell you how old this was, that was right? The, it was a flip phone era, right? There was still flip phones back then. Yeah. The Razor was the hot. The Razor was hot, right? right? The Razor was hot. <laughs> I know um, you, you guys remember the Razor, right? Yeah, man. Uh, 
yeah. the V three razor. Oh my god, it was sexy. That yeah. was that was a sexy phone back that was in the, the day. one, man. Um, Everybody wanted that phone, but the smartphones were really just starting to take off. And I had that Palm because you know I was doing stuff with my real estate, and For it sure. made sense because I could access lock boxes. I could do a lot of cool things yes. that you couldn't do with the razors. Yes, right. But yes. nobody really had adoption of those types of phones back then. Yes. Um, but I could kind of see a trend uh-huh. where there was something that was going to change. And I don't know, man. I've always been kind of fortunate enough to see trends yeah. um, and patterns. Yeah. And for me, it was one of those things where I just seen, man, like this is going to be a huge industry. Right. It was already existent, but yeah. really non-existent from mm-hmm. a retail aspect of it. And your technical background, you had a technical and background And it was a perfect also. fit too, yeah, right? Because sense. I understood the technology. Right. Right. It wasn't anything for me to really be able to tear these things apart and start to really for understand sh- how sure. they operate. Yeah. Um, and it was pretty straightforward. I mean, you work for a Fortune 500 te- te- uh, technical company. Doing I mean, com- yeah. I mean, cell I was a field service engineer. So <laughs> this is like, this yeah. is nothing to me. Yeah, right? exactly. I was working on a million dollars worth of equipment and yeah. running teams. Exactly. You know, this is, you know, a hundred dollar handset or whatever it was back then is right is nothing nothing right nothing um, but nothing but something right exactly and i knew it was but <laughs> right. i knew there was something there so right anyways reader's digest version dove in with both feet um uh, opened the store you know and i'm like man i'm gonna take over the world i'm gonna build this franchise i remember you telling me i remember you telling me i remember we took a trip to vegas and it was us and it was me, you, and the homeboys. Yeah. And we went to Vegas. And, and crew, shout out to the crew, too. Yeah, shout out yeah. to the crew. Shout out to, to, to the fellas back in, in Phoenix. Um, and I remember me and you knew each other, but we didn't right. really know each other. Like, yeah, we, we, didn't we, spend, we, cool. we didn't spend time yeah. like that. Right. We were on this But we business. were cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We, yeah. we had close friends, uh, friends, uh, associates. Yeah, we always got together. We right. always hung out like uh, a couple times a month. We'd all get together and, and I remember, shoot pool. And, and I remember you telling me very specifically, I still remember to this day, you were like, man, you was, I could tell you were excited about it. It was a transition in your life. And I, I just remember you, hey, man. I got this opportunity. I'm doing this thing. I'm getting in this. And, and to me, it was so foreign. Even, you know, even me being, cause we worked at the same place, right? right. Uh, same company. And, uh, so the fortune 500 company, technology company. And, um, and I just, I just saw it in you. It was a transition in you. And I saw you were very excited about it, but I couldn't understand it. So I couldn't, I didn't feel it. Right. I didn't feel it. I didn't see it at the time. Right. You know what I mean? Because, you know, it's, it's that thing you got to experience. It yeah, sometimes. and it was fresh, too, because I remember uh, I remember when we took the trip to Vegas together, the store literally had only been open for like six to eight weeks. Right. It, it really wasn't open that long yet. Right. But I had already seen, literally the day we opened doors, we were profitable from day one. Right. So I had already seen where we were going, and I knew, like, this is going to be some shit yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Something here. from day one yeah. right it was like hey we just got to scale it up it was all right. about scalability yeah because it made sense right it totally made sense supply and demand it just made it just made total sense right. and where devices were going with the glass right exactly that, that made even more sense yeah back then it was still plastic, <laughs> it's still plastic things, you know but yeah but you could see it coming you yeah could see it coming for sure yeah way yeah. ahead man so yeah. that's actually how i ended up in this space in the first part um and it's interesting because i actually to your point i'll let you tell your story but you know, that night, I don't think me and you really started doing business together in mobility. It still was like several months had passed hey, yeah. after the, after we hung out in Vegas that weekend, yeah, right? Absolutely. It didn't it didn't click with you yet. Yeah, absolutely. I actually I was still with uh, the company right. uh, that we both worked for for probably another I would say at least maybe six seven months. I mean, I was on the down end of it, right. downturn of it, and actually, you know what? I might be mistaken. I think I was done. But what I did do, I mean, in my story, just to tell you guys a little bit about my story, just to kind of jump ahead, I downsized because I did not want to go back to corporate America. Right. So what I did is 
I had the option, like I had been working for corporate America. I did really well. I had a little bit of money saved. So what I wanted to do was just take my time and figure out what it was I wanted to do without rushing back into it. Right. Right. And so what I did is I very logically and very uh, thought, you know, methodically, methodically, I downsized. Right. So I could stretch out that money. Right. right, And take my time. And so I was off. I was out of work for about a year or two, uh, I think, looking for the opportunity that you had already mentioned uh, right. before but i didn't know it was that was the opportunity right and uh, i like to refer to it as my as my as my ace my ace moment and you know i kind of tell this story i told this story to josh before but my ace moment if you guys if any of you guys know uh the movie it's kind of an urban classic it's called paid in full there was a guy on that show by the name of ace boogie ace boogie was a he was kind of a square guy to the rest of the fellas there were, other fellas were like hustlers in the street they were street hustlers and ace boogie was he was a kind of a straight, you know, his mom raised him right. So he didn't get into the street. He was kind of that guy. So he used to work at the laundry. And, and one day he was doing laundry. He was going to pick laundry up and he ran into this guy uh, who was a, a, a drug dealer, basically. And he was the connect. And uh, his name was Lulu. And anyway, he had gotten Lulu's clothes, taking them back to the laundry. And he found a big rock of, of cocaine. He knew what it was because he was from the hood, right? right? But he didn't know drugs, but right. he knew what he it was. He didn't do it. Yeah, he didn't do it. Yeah, he didn't know about it. Right? He knew about it. And um, so he took it back to Lulu, Lulu being the, you know, honorable guy he is. He was like, hey, you left something. And Lulu said, hey, it's not mine. It's yours. As a matter of fact, go tell your friends about it. So and it was neither here or there. Uh, 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 Ace, he took his, he took, he took it back and he put it in his pocket. And he kind of sat on it for a couple of days. He thought about it again. He used to see the guys hustling in the street. So he kind of, he wanted the cars. He wanted the, you know, the sobs, the furs, all of those things. But he really didn't understand the hustle. He didn't have the hustle in him at that point. And then what happened was uh, he was going up to his, his building. He was going to his building. He was going up to his, his uh, apartment. And uh, one of the guys who used to buy from one of the dealers in his apartment asked him if he had some, some work. And, and, and the guy who uh, he had normally bought from had been arrested. So, you know, Ace kind of thought about this thing. And he was like, well, I got some drugs in my pocket. Let me see. Let me see how this works out. So he literally gave the guy the, the crack, right. the cocaine or whatever it was, the cocaine. And, um, it was, it was at that moment, he, he gave him the whole thing. He gave him way too much. As a matter of fact, he gave him way too much, but it wasn't even about that. The, the, the parallel is, and why I call it my ACE moment is, is because that is the exact moment where ACE realized there was an addiction to that product. Right. Right. That people had an addiction to that product. Right. And there was opportunity to capitalize on that addiction. Right. Now, I'm not a fan of, of drug dealing. I just use this story to make a point because it's almost parallel to exactly what happened to me when I walked into your store that day. Yeah. Right. Because Josh I, and me and Josh, like we said, we had met before he had mentioned that he was doing this. And about eight months later, um, I had introduced him to a guy who wanted to meet him because he wanted to do some business with him. And, I, and I, so I said, I'll, I'll take you to see Josh. I know this guy that owns a cell phone repair store. And so I took him in. And when I went in, it just so happens that day. This lady walked in. I was waiting. We waited about 40 minutes and because uh, it was busy that day. And the lady walked in and she literally said this. This is, was my ace moment. This was my ace moment. She said, I am so glad you guys are here. I broke my phone three times this week and you guys fixed it every time. And it was at that moment where I had my ace moment where I realized there's an addiction to this thing. Right. This lady was happy to be paying to get her phone fixed. Right. She was happy. She was happy that they, she said, she said it. I'm glad you guys are here. 
I've broken my phone three times and you guys fixed it every time. And it was then I went, it went, oh, 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 oh my goodness. There's something here. Well, part two of that There's that I always here. remember too. Yeah. Because I couldn't, uh, that day, I couldn't get to you. We were supposed to meet at like, I, th- I think you and Georgia showed up around like noon, yes. 12, 1230. Yes. And the store yes. opened at 10. Yes. Uh, but a lot of times the first couple of hours would just allow the technicians to kind of get caught up on work from the day before. Right. Right. For yeah. whatever it was, parts coming in or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and we didn't usually start getting busy until around lunchtime. Right. And it just so happened you came in right at, at surge period. Mm-hmm. And I remember you telling the story of how you were sitting on the couch and I had you on ice. Not purposely, it's because we were busy. You're busy, yeah. You right? didn't have so the time. I couldn't get to you quite yeah, yet. Yeah, for sure. So I had you on ice for like 40 and it, it was, minutes. It was a business meeting anyway, so you had to have time to have to take Right, to, to take actually be able yeah. to take away and yeah. give the focus, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure, yeah. Um, and my partner, I think, had stepped out or something like that at the time. So anyways, but I had I had you sitting there for like 40 minutes um, until I could get to you. Mm-hmm. And I remember you saying like the door was swinging and we had that chime on the door that would go, Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. And then you heard jing dong changing the cha-ching, cha-ching. And it was a, it, the whole purpose of the meeting in your mind had shifted from that point. So we went from that activation MLM thing that you guys were talking about. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And it ended up turning into, it was like, I think you came back like a couple of days later. Yeah, you went yeah. and sat on it. You, yes. hit me, you hit me up and you showed back up and we got lunch. Yes. And we started putting something together. And you guys got to understand, I was at this point in my life where I was searching. Like, I did not want to go back to corporate America. I was making close to six figures a year. I had a, a graduate degree, master's degree. I thought I had the American dream. And I, and a lot of people, some of you guys listening might feel that way too. Like, man, I thought this is what I wanted. But when I got there, I realized it didn't fulfill me. Right. And that's what it was. So I was taking time off and I was really searching for what I wanted to do. And I, I literally was working at Target. Guys, I was working at Target. I was working at Target on the late night, stocking boxes with a with a with a master's degree. When I went in to, to apply for that job, people were looking at me like I was actually yeah, crazy. overqualified. Yeah, like what yeah, in the head? What is going on with you? What, I mean, is it that hard? Is time that hard? And right. I was like, no, I just don't want to commit to something that I don't want to do until I understand exactly right. what it is that I want to do. Right. And so this this thing was like. A lot, like if it could fall in my lap, like it was like it fell, right? Like you talk about things falling in your lap or things being the perfect timing for you, right? And I do believe that a lot of a lot of everything is like timing, right? Some of you guys might be hearing what we're talking about right now and it might be the perfect time for you to hear this message, right? You know what I mean? Things right. happen like that, for it's real, true, man. And so it happened for me. And so the Reader's Digest of that is, you know, 10 years later, right? We've done quite a bit of stuff. And I think it's a great transition to talk about what we have accomplished. Yeah, so, what so, have, what have so, we well, accomplished? And, and, and to kind of back it up, right? So, if you've known us for a while, you know us probably through Cellular Repair School, right? Right. So, Cellular Repair School was founded um, several years after actually the retail stores were running, mm-hmm. right? And it was because there was a gap in the marketplace, right? And what I had known is, you know, I wanted to I wanted to franchise, and the most in my mind, one of the most important things to a franchise is your ability to develop your your people and give support. Wow, right? Um, completely lacking in the industry, mm-hmm. it was completely lacking. It was gone. Yes. So I said, hey, let's let's start a school. Just so happened, William is like a dean, like literally. You know, he was teaching classes. Right. In fact, that you were doing that for a while. Absolutely. Uh, you were you teaching classes at ITT. Um, so you had a lot of experience as an instructor, mm-hmm. right? And brought you in and taught you the mobility side of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and we jumped off and decided to offer classes to the public while we were honing. The whole purpose was actually to hone in right. how to train our own our own uh, franchisees in the franchise that we were going to develop. Exactly. Completely fell in love with teaching and decided that we fell out of love with franchising. Yes. Um, in this industry, I just don't 
for me personally, I didn't feel that it was necessary. Right. Not hating on any franchises that are out there. There are some good ones, uh, but a lot of them are kind of unnecessary. Right. Right. And for me, that wasn't the route that I wanted to go. We wanted to be more on the teach a man to fish as opposed to give a man to fish. For sure. Um, no regrets, by yeah, the way. No zero regrets, regrets on yeah. that. Uh, and that's what we did. We put more of a focus on the education through cellular repair school and, you know, built the first online training platform for cell phone repairs. Uh, you know, and it's been, it's been a fun journey since then. Oh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I, like I said, I, I agree with you 100%. No regrets. Um, I actually think that we would have limited ourselves as far as development, uh, as far as what we wanted to accomplish. And we'll get to that next, the why we do it. It was a great right. segue to why right. we do it. Uh, but I think based on why we do what we do and what we're trying to bring to you guys right now and bring to this industry and the mission and the purpose and all of those things we have, it was the perfect decision for us to make to get into the education part. Because one thing you're going to hear me and Josh talk about consistently over and over and over and over is the importance of understanding people. Yeah. It's the importance of people development. It's the importance of self-awareness. It's the importance of everything that has to do with communicating, right, and finding value in people. And I think that's the thing uh, that's gotten us the most success. For sure. Especially with the education piece, right? For especially, sure. And so it, it, it literally was like it, it prepared us, right, to get to where we are today and be able to do what we do today, which is offer, right, this offering of giving back to right. this industry. Right. right. And again, that's honestly, at the end of the day, that's what this what we're hoping to accomplish with this show. Mm -hmm. You're going to see it's an informal environment for us, for right? For this for is sure. something that we're doing um, really just to kind of give back and educate and help people for on your journeys, no matter where you are yeah. in your journey, whether you haven't decided to take the leap uh, into this business or any business, for a matter of fact, right. or if you're already in this business, we're going to really kind of shed light on some of the dark areas of this business to help you be more successful. Exactly. Because that, man, we've been... We've been down the rabbit hole, guys. That's where we've been for the last two and a half years, you yes. know, from spending a lot of time in China to dealing with supply chain to working with the tier one, you know, carriers. We yeah. do work for the carriers today, Yes, uh, you know, on all sorts of different levels and capacities. So, you know, I, I can truly say now that I feel like we actually know all aspects of this business compared to where we used to be, where it was just the retail side. Right. Now we know, you know, the wholesale, the retail, the part supply chain. Right. Uh, you know, the carrier side, the insurance game. Yes. I, literally the whole, you know, from the rooter to the tuna. And there's so much you know. opportunity. There's yeah. so much opportunity. That's one thing we often see is we often see we often see uh, people who get caught up in just one aspect and not really open to either not open or don't fully understand or aware of all the possibilities um, that this industry holds and that can be unlocked. Um, and you can benefit from. And so right. we want to bring that awareness uh, to you guys also, because we want you to be able to capitalize in the right way. We don't want anyone taking because it's enough that the thing about this industry is it's so mega huge. It's so and, and, and we're just talking. We're not talking just national. We're talking international. This is a world yeah. demand. And, and that's why I say like and uh, in developing countries, in I, the, man, it's amazing to see some of the things we see in third world countries absolutely. right now, you know, with the, on the repair fronts and where technology is going for those guys. It's yes. changing their lives. It is. It's changing it lives. Is. It is. And it's a lot of opportunity, guys, a lot of opportunity. We see it. We continue to see it. We've seen it for the past 10 years. We continue to see it. And um, and, and I think that's a great segue into why why we do it. What is our purpose? What is our mission? What are we trying to bring to uh, this industry by doing this, Josh. What are we trying to? What? What is our? 
what is the thing we want people to jump on board with us with and and kind of feel I where think, we're coming from. And you know, my, it, it actually is, it's, it's kind of multi-tiered. There's a lot of different things, right? Especially that I want to use uh, this vehicle that we're creating now, you know, the podcast and the videos. We used to do this a lot, actually, several years ago. We used to do, uh, we were the only ones, yes, right? That were doing, you know, videos on YouTube and webinars. We used to do live webinars every month. Absolutely. Uh, where we did free education yes. every month yes. to whoever wanted to come and attend. And mm-hmm. um, we'd had hundreds of people 700 800 people i think the very last webinar we had we had well over a thousand yeah live on that webinar for sure we used to um, do it and we've been out of the game for for two and a half <laughs> well, years man. because we went back to school right we've yes. been building um uh, basically the largest cell phone screen refurbishing company in the u.s uh doing it specifically for the carriers and large insurance companies you yes. know and it's been it's been a fun journey the last couple of years really learning this business so now the goal is is to really help standardize things, man. You know, like the the problem that I've seen, and we've always seen this, but I see it so differently now, and you know this better than anybody, right? Uh, is there's a lot of shady things that happen in this business, right? And there's you know there's a it, there's it's still a gray market, which is why I think it's funny that you know when you when you talk about the ace moment, right? Right? Because there's parallels that run with the drug game from what I see to what happens in this business, for sure. You know, at the end of the day, I don't condone drugs or yeah. anything like that, but but the parallel it's is it's a business, it's man. a product, right? right? It's a business, <laughs> illegal or legal, whatever yes, it is, yes, it's a business. Yeah. And you have entrepreneurs, some for real entrepreneurs that do that. There's supply right? and demand, and yes, exactly, absolutely. and the demand for the product and the way things operate, there actually could be a lot of parallels. And in this space, it's still so wild west mm-hmm. that. A lot of real shady things happen, yes. and a lot of people get taken advantage of. Yes. There's a lot of people who get stolen from, and which you know, is what we we hate to see. We yeah, to it's see it's really bad, man. You know, I see people struggling, putting their life savings and blood, sweat, and tears into these businesses, mm-hmm. and they're failing, and they don't even know why. Yeah, a lot of it is ignorance. A lot of it, it is, is. Just they're not. They aware. don't know what they don't know. Yeah, they just don't right. Know. Yeah, and you think that it's the way it was. I, a perfect example, and not to get too deep on this, right? So what I want to use this channel for, though, is is really to to shed light and to educate you guys. So you can ask us questions, and we can be accessible because we've been a little unaccessible mm-hmm. uh, over the last uh, several years. But I want to make sure that we're here to share our knowledge with you to help you wherever you are. Again, um, one of the things that I've seen time and time again, though, is even for us back when we were doing retail stores, is you know we thought that, oh, we're, we're buying OEM parts, and this is the part – we didn't even know what we were getting, right? Right, and we're literally pawning junk onto our customers, yes. thinking that it's good quality, yeah, not knowing, yeah, right, because the game is so shady that people sell you things that are not what they seem, yes, right, and if until you know, you don't know, you don't know, right, well, until you know, you you think it is, right, right. You don't we know any we different. we used to go, I mean, and this was our ignorance, which was the reason why we actually. I actually felt the need to go back to school in a sense is because we, and, and I think everybody starts here and it's, it's the wisdom of experience, right? Because a lot of times you don't know until you, Josh, can you hit that? Okay. For me real quick. Uh, a lot of times you don't know until you do know, right. And that come and that, and that is time and experience. That's the only thing that's going to give you that. So it, it goes back to what I was saying before about going down the education road. What going down the education road really helped us understand is that we didn't know some of the things that we needed to know. Right. Right. And so it it forced us. It literally forced us to to take the time. Right. To say, well, hold hold it, Nelly. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Let's not spread. And let's not be a part of the problem. Let's be a part right. of the solution. Right. Let's go figure and it out. A real solution. A real solution. Let's understand it. Let's go figure it out. Let's go to China. Right. right. Let's go 
uh, build some 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 businesses and serve some some higher tier customers and understand supply chain and understand part validation and understand all of these things, right? right that we're going to be talking about and uh, that you guys need to know that's going to change grading, that's going to change your perspective. Not only that, change your business and change right. this industry for the better. That's right. Right. So I, I think I, I, I think that sums up in a nutshell why we are doing because we've seen the the, the dark side. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we've seen the dark side. We've seen the mountaintop. Right. Right. And we understand that uh, the mountaintop is a lot better for everybody. And we understand that this industry is so diverse and so multifaceted. There's so much opportunity for everybody to participate and everybody to do really well without. And, and what happens, I, I really want to say this, and what happens when it's not done properly, it's not it's just like any other industry. It puts a it puts a when the customer is the end customer, the end user is either taken advantage of or lied to or, you know, is not happy for reasons beyond their control. It puts a black eye on the entire industry. That's right. The entire industry. That's right. And that's what we don't. We've been in this thing too long. We have too much passion for it. See it happening. I, yeah. I've seen, you know, over the last several years, too, I see it happening where more and more retail uh, operators are really struggling, man. Mm-hmm. Guys are going out of business right now, mm-hmm. right? Uh, with, with the introduction of the, of the copy screens yes. um, and lack of quality control and people, again, not knowing what they're buying. Mm-hmm. It's literally like overdosing on cut drugs, man. Right. You know what I mean? Because these guys are taking this stuff not knowing and they're right. going ODing. Their businesses are dying. Yes. Literally. Yes. So, you know, for us, we want to help change that, yeah. right? There's just so many things that are basic that could be done smarter and better yes. with the right information and the right knowledge. Yes, for sure. Right. So I think episode one. Episode one. Yeah. Again, <laughs> what, was our, what was our point? Really just to reintroduce you guys to us. Right. Um, if you haven't known us, if you do, uh, definitely go to CellularPairSchool.com. Check sure. out some of our old videos. Yes. Check out our YouTube channel. Yes. We've been around for a long time, putting out a lot of content for, for many sure. years. Yeah. This is just episode one to reintroduce ourselves yeah. after the silence. Right. Because it's been silent. We wanted to tell you where we are, but we're going to be doing this over a series of uh, podcasts and videos uh, to get deeper and deeper into that and then start getting into real meat and potatoes on how to put some impactful things in your life and your business that can change things for the better. Absolutely. You guys can go follow us at uh, on Facebook. We're on Facebook at Cellular Repair School. Um, also, we uh, ask Will and Josh on Instagram. You can yeah. uh, you know, just go say hi. Uh, yeah, follow introduce us. Yourself. Yeah, introduce yourself. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because we're going to be taking questions. Uh, one part of this show uh, that we're going to be doing in the future is we're going to be actually taking questions from you guys. Yeah, right? live call-ins. Live call-ins because we right. know you guys got a lot of questions and we're here to close those gaps. We want to answer those questions for you guys. Uh, so it's going to be a fun ride. I'm excited about it. This is episode one. I think uh, you guys should know for you guys that didn't know us, maybe you know us a little bit better now for you guys who are asking where we went. Uh, I hope you guys understand that now, right? right. Uh, we had to re-educate ourselves and we did it for it. Not only ourselves, we did it for the industry and we did it for you guys. Uh, we're really passionate That's and right. we're really um, transparent about that. And we really want to let you guys know that we we represent, we rep for this industry. We rep for this industry. And, uh, and, and, and hopefully you understand why we do what we do now, yeah. you know, and, 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 and later episodes, uh, we're going to be bringing, we're going to be hitting, I think Josh, uh, it, I think this format works. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, obviously I'd be curious to hear from you. Yes. You know, you tell us what, what you'd like to see and whether this works or not. I know this one, we're not getting into meat. A lot of times I always go back to when we were doing webinars and yes. everybody wants to see that meat. Like, yeah. oh, well, how do you fix oh, this? Oh, we'll, 
we'll get, this, how we'll, do you solder we'll this it. one particular problem and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> right. So I will say that, you know, this isn't really the platform for that. Yes. Uh, that's, yeah. you, if you want that sort of stuff, you go to the school for yeah, that. Yeah, you can go to school, SolarRepairSchool.com. Right. This is mostly like high-level thinking, yes. strategy, yes. industry information, yes. and really teaching you how to be a smarter, better entrepreneur. Yes. And right. development, guys. Self-awareness, self-development, yeah. Yeah, business develop development. Teams. Yeah, how to develop yeah. your teams. All of that is what we find to be really important. And then you add the skills to that and you can't be stopped. Right. So that's kind of what it is. And again, if you do want to go get the skills, uh, CellularRepairSchool.com is always open, ready, and available to serve you guys in any way that you need it. And we'll, you'll be learning more about what we have to offer because yep. uh, we'll be uh, changing that also. And not yeah, changing there's that, a lot of, well, there's a lot of changes yeah. coming. Yeah. There's a lot, a lot of changes coming. Um, a lot of what we've learned throughout the years is being built into the new platforms that we have and you know, we're excited to be sharing all these things with you guys that are really going to make a difference in, in your lives. Absolutely. So, Josh, I think let's we close it up. Close it up. Let's go ahead and toast a little a little toast to uh, episode one. Episode one in the can. In the can. It's good to back. break the spell of silence. <laughs> exactly. It's good to be back with you guys. Uh, just to hear our voices is uh, good. And to, to hear you guys uh, in the future, you know, talk to us and talk back to us and tell us what you need, what you want, uh, you know, what you're looking for. Uh, I'm excited. I am totally. I'm excited. Um, I, I'm, you know what? One of the things that I used to love so much back when we were involved in day-to-day operations of the school was yeah. the feedback that we would get and yes. literally taking the phone calls, you know, being in touch with our students yes. and getting that. And now, you know, I still hear, you still hear things, yes. but it's not, we don't always directly interact because now it's coming through our team more exactly. than anything else. Exactly. So I'm excited to be back in touch uh, with you personally yes. Absolutely. and to share how I feel about things and really to hear what you're struggling with and how we can help. Absolutely. All right. So we're going to sign it off. Let's go. All right. We'll see you guys on the next one. Ask Will and Josh show. We'll see you on the next one. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us, guys. See you next time.